0: Is Sword of Sega on RadioSega.net?
1: Well, hello, good evening, and welcome to episode 13 of Sword of Sega Season 2. Tonight we're going to be taking a little step backwards from SEGA RPGs themselves, and we're going to be taking a look at those other RPGs that were released on SEGA consoles, such as Grandia, Evolution, the World of Sacred Device, the Luda series, Albert Odyssey, Magic Knight, Ray Earth, Super Highlight and more. And by more I pretty much mean the Golden Sun series, which wasn't released on the SEGA console. However, it was created by the developers of the Shining games of old, you know, the good ones. And if you've ever played any of the older Shining games and the Golden Sun series, then you'd instantly recognise the familiarity between the series. Thus we're going to play a bit of Golden Sun tonight as well. So, no Sega tonight, what is this madness? The special kind of madness, that's what I say. I love RPGs and I love RPG music, so I hope Some of you can appreciate some of the awesome RPG music that we will be playing to, or will be playing tonight, yes. So, I'm happy to take some requests, providing I can find them, but no promises. I've downloaded quite a big batch of music recently, so we'll see if you've got something that you really want. I'll see if I can squeeze it in and juggle stuff around a bit. Yeah, juggle. We'll also be continuing with Chapter 9 of our Sword of Sega role-playing adventure later on, and it's going to be a bit of a big one, so we'll probably overrun, as usual. Is Resident SD dead? He could be. Who is the Wii U? Who are these Nentang droids anyway? What is the 7th Sword of Sega? And why is Iron Eagle Venato looking really shifty? Find out in just under an hour. Depending on how the light goes. Well, we started the night off with Fighting Through the Darkness from Luna the Silver Star and then the rather excellent main theme of Grandia. And whilst I am squeezing as much Grandia love into this show as possible, don't worry, it won't all be Grandia, I promise, even if it does kind of seem like that. Although I'm sure you'd forgive me if it was all Grandia, because you know, Grandia music is awesome. So. I'm your host, Captain Cloud Chaser, and tonight we'll be exploring new territory. So, why don't we start off with some golden sun? and I'm kind of thinking it's 20 past already, maybe I should do my kind of like IRC introductions a bit earlier. But anyway, I'm rambling. In that music break we had the main theme, i.e. first book as it's known, from Golden Sun as requested by Sonic. Then we had Advantage Battle from Evolution, the World of Sacred Device, a nice little RPG that was on the Dreamcast, just to prove that the Dreamcast did have RPGs. Then we had Town of Palm from Grandia, possibly my favourite ever town theme from an RPG, it's definitely up there. Then we had Dragonship Destiny from Luna Eternal Blue, which was a Mega CD game, which I've not actually played. Was it ever released over here? I'm not entirely sure. And I forgot to mention actually, that there was a winner with you that requested the main theme of Grandia before, so yeah. That was a last minute change for me, but quite a good one, so I'm happy with that, definitely happy. So hello everyone, and thanks for joining me tonight in the first of a two non-Sega-ish episodes, although admittedly this one is a bit more Sega-ish. I did play Grandia 2 music last season, but that was when I thought that it had actually been published by Sega, and well, it hadn't, so whoops. So welcome back Grandia 2, yay, we'll have you later, definitely. And I have to say I am a big fan of the Grandia series, the original especially and Grandia 2. I've never played Grandia 3 because it never got released over here. That's a game I'm going to have to track down at some point because I love Grandia so much. Definitely love it. But I am getting carried away already so before I begin the night I really need to say hello to all of you fine people in the IRC and just who do we have joining us this lovely May evening and it is actually now that I'm doing the show I'm starting to warm up a bit because <laughs> yeah. Eat computers and stuff. Exciting. So, yes, yeah, so who do we have in the IRC on this lovely sunny May evening? We have Resident SD, Underscore Spondy, and when it was you, Biafra, d'artanian Draco, Ein the Mercenary, Fast Feet, I Need Fruit, M20, Rabid Noodles, I think it's Rabid now, I think we decided that, Rax with a Z on the end, Rosie Sonic 14, Shaddock's Leto Croft, Silver Sonic, Sin, who I believe is new to the show, so if you're listening, hello to you. Then we had the Joiner, Trekkie, Voice and Sonic Zone Cop. I don't know if Forever Sonic's listening in, but he had a job interview recently and I heard it went quite well, so hopefully we can send positive thoughts and vibes to him so we can get this nice lovely job. So we can buy me pizza at some point. Because I really want pizza. Buy me pizza, someone. Draco, buy me pizza. You said you would. Anyway. Anyway, anyway course a big hello to all of you listening in from the future on the podcast as well and of course those of you who are shy and don't want to join the chat room but you should really do it because the irc is the place to be and radio sega wouldn't be any fun without you guys in the irc whipping away yeah it'd be boring if it weren't for you guys there'd be no point you know it won't be so tonight I will be playing music from all kinds of RPGs that were released on Sega consoles, but were not developed or published by Sega themselves, and there have been some pretty great games such as the Grandia series for example, and the Luna series, and a few of course that remained in Japan. Japan do like their RPGs after all. So let's get going with some nice happy happy music, starting with, yep, more Grandia. Gotta love me some Grandia, oh yeah. music, we started off with the three young women from Grandia, which seems to be quite popular in the IRC. Then we had Heaven's Labyrinth from Magic Knight Rave, which apparently sounds like Madonna 90s style. I don't quite hear it myself, but maybe that's because I'm not really a Madonna fan, but okay, fair enough. I like it though, it's nice, it's nice. It probably is very 90s, because that's when the anime was out, wasn't it? Long, long time ago. And that, of course, is based on an anime series. Quite a lot of Japanese RPGs are actually. Then we had *Out of Freedom* from *Super High which was a game on the Mega Drive and the Saturn, I believe. And I didn't like that game at all. Really, I just—I boot up the game, wander around for a minute, and then just die. And I never worked out why. I just die for no reason. I think you're supposed to eat food every second or something, and that's supposed to keep you alive. And a bit like the hardcore mode from *Fallout*, except just die quickly I suppose. And then we also had Massacre from Elba Odyssey which was apparently quite a good um, RPG on the Sega Saturn but I never got a chance to play it so again it's a game that never really got released over here. There's a lot of games like that. So it's been an interesting week. The next wave of Summer of Sonic tickets are going live this Friday so hopefully myself and Forever Sonic will be able to nab one as we weren't quite fast enough last time. Although, it was kind of my fault that I missed it, because I thought I'd have enough time to read the instructions. Not that you really need to read the instructions for getting a ticket, it's just put your name and address in. But I thought, oh, I've got time. I'll read what this crap's all about. And of course, I didn't have time, because they were gone in three minutes. Felt like a minute to me, but they they really did go quickly. So hopefully, I can get one this Friday. I'm not going to an expo or anything like some of you guys are, so should stand a chance and they've also recently announced that Takashi Iizuka will be returning to SOS and he was a really interesting guy to meet last year, along with Nigel Kitching and Nigel Dobbin from the Fleetway Sonic the Comic and they're pretty amazing as well. I got a chance to speak to them last year for the first time and yeah they're pretty amazing fellas, lovely to chat to, lovely guys. So how many of you guys have tickets and how many of you are planning to go? I know that is going to go because he's going to buy me pizza, and he's also kindly lent me his copy of Phantasy Star Portable 2 Infinity*, which I'll have to safely look after and bring back to him. Hopefully, during *Summer Sonic* I can get there and stuff. Yes. So, how many of you are going to try and grab a ticket this Friday? Because you know *Summer Sonic*, the best thing about it is meeting up with the community and celebrating the *Sonic* franchise together. And I've said it loads of times before, and I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for Summer of Sonic. So it's definitely a good chance to meet up with people in the community, whether it's on fan sites like RadioSega.net, or other ones like the Sonic Stadium or Sonic Rex or the other ones out there. Those ones, yes. Definitely worth going to. Anyway, let's move on with some more Albert Odyssey. we're talking about Summer of Sonic tickets and how they're going to fly by and ruin everybody's day, hopefully not. But in that batch of music, we had the battle theme from Elmer Odyssey, which is kind of nice. I think a few people like that in the IOC. And then we had Dangerous Zone from Grandier 2, which is definitely one of my favorite tracks from the game. And I think a lot of people enjoyed that as well. It's good stuff. Um, in the IOC as well, the captain has joined us. And I think it's the first time I've ever seen him on Radio Sega Live actually, so hello to you. I know you're an oldie, as it were, Seen you about on the forum. And um, he described the um, Albert Odyssey track as sounding like driving a Sega Rally car into Death Adder's left testicle, which I think is a brilliant description of that track. Well done, sir. Great, great description. And on Twitter actually which um, Resident S D retweeted, I believe, is a guy called anime 24/7 buffet you're listening in, I think that's your name. So, I hope you're enjoying the show, I think M- he's a friend of M20's by the looks of it, possibly. So, hello to you listening in to Sword of Sega, anybody else that's listening in? You might be a bit confused by the lack of Sega music on Sword of Sega tonight, because we are doing something a little bit different. Music from other RPGs on Sega consoles, and Golden Sun for the hell of it. Yeah, it's an interesting one. And oh my word, is that the time already? I best get a move on then, should I? So let's head straight into another battle batch because battle themes are awesome. And hey, let's have some more Golden Sun. Little batch of music done with we started off with a battle the theme of isaac from golden sun as requested by a winner Miss you then we had the battle theme of luna the silver star then the final match approaches from luna eternal blue then we had battle free from grandia which is the battle theme that plays after you cross over the continents and stuff that might be a spoiler it might not be but it, it's kind of like i think there's there's two discs You get like part one of the game when you get the normal battle, then you move on to the other bit, and then you get the other battle theme, which is battle theme three, something like that. Anyway, and then we had a complete victory, which is the music that plays when you're awesome, also from Grandia. Now I'm going to be a little bit late with the RPG adventure because I still have oh my god two batches of music to get through. Jeez. And I was going to ramble on about Yakuza 5 and how that's been announced and it's going to be awesome, and then talk about the Monster World Vintage Collection, but we are running out of time a bit now, especially if we've got two more batches to play. So I think if I get time, I'll ramble on about Yakuza then. But for now, I'll move on with these two batches. And this one is more of an exploratory kind of batch, so let's crack on with that one, eh? And I almost lost track of what I was doing there because Draco, I think, was insulting Skies of Arcadia in the chat room there, and I can't be having that. Can't be having that at all. But anyway, in that batch of music, we had Inside a Salt Ruins from Grandia. It says salt on the track I've got, but it's salt in the game. It's called salt anyway. So you know, that's like the, one of the first dungeons you get into in the game. I love that music; it's great. Then we had Crossbone Isle from Golden Sun, which is also one of my favourite tracks from Golden Sun, that's lovely little track. Then we had Factory from Egg, or EGG, also known as Edimental Gimmick Gear, which was a rather weird RPG on the Dreamcast. I remember watching my ex-boyfriend play that and thinking, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I'm going to have to beat that, aren't I? But seriously, I have no idea. Then we had the town of Nanan, I think. From grandia too. Um, everybody liked that in the IRC because it's grandia music, of course. And I should stop rambling and move on with a nice relaxing batch of music to kind of slow things down. As we head off to our sort of Sega role-playing adventure afterwards. So, this music break, and then RPG goodness. It's a little bit late this week, but, you know, we're going to overrun anyway. So yeah, let's wind down and relax. Again, Hello. We're back from that little relaxing music break, which started off with Winterly Immel from Golden Sun, which is a nice little winter area. A from Grandia 2, then the Sky Garden from Magic Knight Rayearth, and Shade Ruins from Evolution World of Sacred Device again, which I think is quite a, a nice relaxing track. And M20 in the ILC agrees too. Ah, is what he said. Ah, quite like that. Right, well, I guess now it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes indeed. It's time for our role-playing adventure to begin, as we return back to the main storyline and head towards the finale. Exciting stuff. So for those of you that don't know, and you should by now, The Sword of Sega Role-Playing Adventure is a short 20-30 to minute game, and I'm lying because it's a bit longer than that where you can complete tasks, earn experience points and level up. And if you are new and have missed any previous episodes or chapters, then you can find out more and catch up on the action on the Sword of Sega blog on the RadioSega.net website, and one of these days I will tweet it. Now you don't need to listen live to take part in our adventure, as new tasks will be posted on the blog and the forum the morning after all shows, generally. And you can earn experience points for various things, such as requesting music, joining the IRC, as well as completing tasks each week. And I've now officially decided to extend the deadline of the RPG adventure thing by a week, because that's the way the chapters are running. So the person with the most experience by the end of chapter 11, not 10, 11, will win a prize. So that's in two weeks time. And if you haven't signed up yet, and you would like to, then send me over your character class and I'll add you to our little group of adventurers, as there's still time to take part in our final battle, but I'll probably stop that as of next week, because it'll be a bit silly otherwise. But now, there is much to do! Last week, on Sword of Sega, our heroes stood against the Game Gears of War and the Master System of Justice, however, one of our team, a Resident SD, the Lusty Barmaid, was shot. As his life began to fade away, his subconscious transported him to a magical seaside resort of Brightondra, and our heroes needed to help call him back by naming the SEGA RPG from a list of Seaside-based SEGA tracks. So here are the names of those five games and their seaside-related tracks, starting with number one. <music> and this was Sweeping Seashore from "Night Journey of Dreams, which if you uh, listened into Radio Redux a few weeks ago, you would have heard that one. For tonight's lovely little nights tracks in there for you. Here's number two. <laughs> and this was our special super amazing RPG track that you had to guess and was para para cabale, para Paracabana, there we go, Paracabana, I've got it eventually, Paracabana Coast from Fancy Star Universe, Ambition of the Illuminous, the P-Mix, I don't know what the P stands for, probably something rude, to be honest, but yes, that was the RPG track that we were listening out for, here's track number three. And I've got to love this track, but this is from Streets of Rage 2. It's also known as Round 6 Part 1 or Wave 131 or 131. Lovely little seaside track there. Got to love some Streets of Rage. Here's track number 4. And if you didn't get this one, you should be ashamed. You call yourself a Sega fan. What the hell? This is, of course, the Water's Edge from Wave Ocean from Sonic the Hedgehog 06. I suppose I can forgive you for not getting 06. But yeah, it's Wave Ocean. Everybody knows Wave Ocean. Come on. Well, here's the final track for our little seaside one. And I don't think many people got this one. did everybody get this one? This was of course the Splashwave Euromix from Outrun 2006 Coast to Coast, which I thought was a nice little seaside thing there, you know, putting coast to coast in. That was a bit of a, a hint maybe. But yeah, I think people struggled with that one. It's not very RPG-ish, is it? No, not really. Not at all. So has Resident SD been saved? Find out next. Chapter nine, the console war. Yes, console wars. Awesome. Our heroes are in deep trouble. The Game Gears of War and the Master System of Justice continue to shoot pixel bullets in all directions as our group cower behind old machines and Resident SD remains unconscious, bleeding out. Leaning over our body, or his body, (laughs) Our group calls out to him, but to no avail. Inside his mind, Resident SD is trapped in limbo and surrounded by hazy images of palm trees and ice cream, unable to find his way back to reality. But then, the sound of a winner was you, the fighter major's voice calls out, followed by a soothing chirping from Pirates 55 the Rappi, who both whisper the name of Fantasy Star Universe. This name reacts with the glowing sword of Sega in the corner, and suddenly a fresh beam of light shoots out from the sword, blinding our heroes. Silence follows and the pixels stop blasting out. A few seconds later the light dims and our heroes blink back their vision, noticing that the Game Gear and Master System have both ceased their attacking, and are now hovering over Resident SD's body. Looking rather worried, or as worried as consoles can look anyway. But despite all this commotion, Resident SD's eyes open and with a cough, he smiles in that lusty way that we're all used to by now. Sadly, our group of 17 heroes does not contain a healer, and they cannot completely heal Resident SD. But you uses his fighter mage abilities to cauterise the wound, and Pirus 55, the Rappi, patches up his arm using some of his thick feathers as a bandage. What a nice little guy. Sonic the Galaxy Warrior also offers up some chocolate to help Resident SD feel a little bit better. And we all know that in RPG Land, chocolate will give you 50 HP. Yeah! Pale but otherwise alive, Resident SD pulls himself up and hugs everybody. Ah. Resident SD then goes and picks up the Flowing Sword which hums peacefully in his hands. After all this craziness, he deserves to wield the Sword of Sega. The Game Gear and Master System both apologise. Speaking together, their words echo around the station. We are sorry heroes, our circuits were hacked by Nintendroids and our time away from the mortal world has hurt us greatly, but you are here now and we see that you are the warriors of destiny that the Dreamcast has sent, please follow us and we will explain everything. Helping Resident SD up, our heroes follow the two 8-bit consoles out of the communications room and into some kind of onboard shrine. Filled with more mechanical junk, and murals are filled with pictures of Sega consoles and Nintendoids. The Game Gear and Master System speak as they point towards the murals. Listen to us, Heroes of Sega. A millennia ago, machines did not exist. Humans were bored of EastEnders and Jersey Shore, and longed for greater entertainment. They created us from metal, video game consoles that revolutionized the universe. Each planet had their own consoles and everyone was happy with their joysticks and joypads. They continued on. SegaDraw was home to my kind, the Sega consoles, and we remained friendly with the other planets. The Nintendroids were our friends, long ago, but the humans infected them with their greed and soon, the whole universe was engaged within a console war, the likes of which no one had ever seen before. And humans became their minions. The Nintendoids had become corrupt and they would not see reason. There were many victims in this war. My good friend, the 32X, lost the love of his life, the Nintendo 64 disc drive. Young Game Boys were forced into battle, the GameCube Borg destroyed countless planets, and then the Nintendoids created their ultimate weapon, the Nintendo Wii. We were all terrified of the waggle, and sadly the loss of the war. The Game Gear and Master System sighed, the weight of failure heavy on their shoulders. Since then, they continued, all of Segatra has been enslaved, and the only one who can talk sentence into the Nintendoid leader, our very own Dreamcast, has been incarcerated in the old town of Castream. Without him, the future is lost. Only the Seven Swords of Sega can release him from his prison, as the Seven Swords act as magical keys, unlocking the way to his freedom. The Nintendo leader, the Wii U, was created out of the ashes of old corrupt Nintendo consoles, and we fear that he is true evil. But he was born on this planet, so we also believe that the Dreamcast can defeat him. No humans can withstand the waggle. It gets awfully messy. And sadly, this is where it gets complicated, my dear heroes, as the Wii U is in possession of the last Sword of Sega, SHOCK HORROR. You will need to travel down to cash Dream and take the last Sword of Sega off the Wii U yourselves. Are you brave enough to confront the WAGGLE? The two floating consoles look expectantly at our exasperated heroes. It's decision time now, as our heroes face the final quest of their journey. Are they willing to do what it takes to confront the Wii U and collect the last sword and thus rescue the Dreamcast from its imprisonment? Now is the time to become true warriors of Sega, as we take this little music break. break there. We had in that break, Kion. if I pronounce that right, which is the arranged version from Elemental Gimmick Gear. It's a nice little intermission track. But we can't just sit around and relax now, because things are about to get pretty serious. Our heroes have shown true bravery over the past weeks. After escaping from the Nintendroid Slave Camp, they have battled with freedom fighters, explored ancient temples, Saved villagers crossed the desert, even faced a mighty dragon and restored the hope of Sega consoles lost past. From the Sega Saturn, right up to the recent Game Gear, oh yeah. But now they face their biggest challenge yet as they head back down to Sigurdra, to where it all began. The small humble town of Kashdream. The Game Gear and Master System lead our heroes to a port on the space station, containing a shuttle pod being enough to squeeze in all of our group. Bidding our heroes good luck, they activate the small pod, sending our heroes whooshing down towards the planet of Sigurdra and away from outer space. Within minutes, the pod crashes into the ground. Our heroes spill out, dazed but otherwise cushioned by the pod. And we're in luck, as the pod has landed only a few miles away from the town. Our group organise themselves and begin marching towards the city. And when winner was you in front with the mirror sword clasped in his hands, followed by I need Fruit with the Guardian Sword, I need Governato with the Shining Sword, Draco with the Dragon Sword, KC with the pirate cutlass, which is vomiting all over probably, and Resonant SD with a Flowing Sword, the Fantasy Star-based sword. The other heroes watch, keep watch from behind, their eyes on the sky for any potential Nintendroids which could attack. But the road towards Castream seems oddly quiet. As they walk closer, piles of metal and human bones litter the path, a symbol of the Nintendroid's reign of destruction. A few large yards later, Iron Eagle Venato asks our group to stop for a breather. Confused by this, as we hadn't really walked very far, our group nevertheless takes time out to stretch and prepare for themselves for any upcoming battles ahead. The tune, to- the tune, well, i am a Geordie, so the tune looms on the horizon and will soon be within reach. Our heroes shake with anticipation and nerves. If only there was a save point around here. The sky is empty, but just then. Cobra the best, the sniper, spots a dot in the distance. The dot turns into tens and then hundreds, thousands even, as Ninchendroids an suddenly come pouring out of the sky, screeching with evil laughter as they spin around our heroes surrounding them. A winner with you readies the Mirror Sword to attack. But just then, before he has a chance to attack the Nintendroids, Iron Eagle Venato springs towards him, waving the Shining Sword and striking and winning with you down! The rest of our heroes look on in shock and horror as Iron Eagle Venato picks up the Mirror Sword, holding two Swords of Sega in his hands. The Nintendroids spin around him like a shield, laughing even harder. Thanks for leading us here, human! They screech. And Winowazu fumbles at the cot cut deep across his chest and simply asks, Why, Ineagle Venato, why? Ineagle Venato poses with the two swords of Sega and simply laughs. He also kicks a puppy that just happens to run past. What a bastard. I need fruit, Draco, KC, and Resident SD all leap to Winowazu's defense. The other hero is forming a tight circle against the Nintendoids. Sorry, chaps, says the winner with you, but why save the world when I could get free Nintendo games? You guys have obviously never played Zelda or F Zero. That's why. Inegul Venato waves his sword his swords menacingly. This is the way it must be, and now you must all die. Serious stuff. faced with the betrayal of one of their own, as well as hundreds and thousands of Nintendroids. Our heroes have no choice but to battle Iron Venato and cut their way through those nasty Nintendo robots if they are ever to reach the Dreamcast and save him, and thus save the world. But we've lost two of the swords of Sega now. How can we even fight against the Mirror and the Shining Sword? We need to call upon the friends of Sega RPGs in order to win. It's going to be tough, but I'm sure we can do it. I'm going to play five tracks. Three of them are from non-Sega RPGs based on this week's show. One has already been played tonight, but two of them are from games which have been played tonight, but the tracks haven't. So they're kind of... this should be fairly easy to guess based on the style, hopefully. One other track tonight will be a hidden Nintendo track, and that's the track we need to identify in order to beat the Nintendroid. And there's also another track from a Sega RPG, and this is the track that we need in order to beat Iron Eagle Fanato. And if you're listening, Iron Eagle Fanato, you will get bonus points if you can name the game and track that is based on you as well. So, that's three tracks based on tonight's show, one hidden Nintendo track, and one Sega RPG. I need the game names to win, but you'll get bonus points if you can name the track names as well. And you'll need to get the right version for the Nintendo track, because I won't accept a generic answer. And you'll see what I mean when it plays, if you get it anyway. If you're listening into the show live, then do be sure to send me your answers privately in the IRC. Whoops, I need to pause this. Pause, pause. What's the pause button? Ah! What's... The, oh, do it is. That's playing way too early. <laughs> Planned. So, yes. If you're listening in privately, then do some of your answers in the IC. And here's track number one, which is very eager to get playing for some reason. Here's track number one. Hang on. I've skipped it by accident. Let me go back. Let me stop that one. Hang on. Right, that's one. Where's where's two? Ah, it's all going wrong tonight now. Hang on, hang on. No, no, not that one. There it is. Okay. Here's track number one. If I can play it. Play. Here's track number two Number three. Number five. Is three tracks based on tonight's shows that are RPGs, but not Sega RPGs. One of which did play tonight, so that's a hint. Then there's a hidden Nintendo track, and I need the version for that one, not just the generic name, the actual version, the game that it is. And then we also had a Sega RPG, which we need to beat. Einigovrato, and we should have really beat him up because he deserves it. He kicked a puppy, for Christ's sakes. He kicked a puppy. Anyway, here's that batch of music again. And I won't mess it up this time, I promise. Starting with track number one. Number two. Number five. your answers to me via private message in the IRC or on Twitter and I'm Cap'n Cloud Chaser again now not True Smiles, so don't get too confused there or you can post your answers on the RadioSega.net forums where I am Captain Cloud Chaser so there you go and to win we need the name of the Sega RPG that was played and the Nintendo game and track because it's too easy otherwise you know but you'll also get bonus points for naming all five games and tracks That's suddenly it for Chapter Nine of our Sword of Sega Role Playing Adventure. And now it's time for Experience Time. Yay! So, 6 of you took part in last week's task, although only Forever Sonic gave me his answers in person, oddly enough. Next week should be an easier one if you listen to Radio Nintendo or like Nintendo music though, so that's a hint for next week. And next week is also our last task, so it's your last chance to earn some serious experience points. But here is our current party stats. We have Alanio, a level 1 Dark White Paladin. Winner with You, a level 7 Fighter Mage on 2,180 experience points. Cobra the Best, a level 3 Sniper on 580. Girl Game Nerd, a level 3 Hadouken on 560. Hyrus 55, a level 3 Rappy on 600. I Need Fruit, a level 3 Master Ninja Overlord Thief on 670. Sonic, a level 2 Galaxy Warrior on 318. Resident SD, a level 4 Lusty Barmaid on 1090. Entails, a level 1 Innkeeper. KC, a level 2 Pervert Drunk Man on 140. Little Red 615, a level 2 Adventurer on 140. Silver Sonic, a level 4 Remixer Knight on 950. Draco, a level 3 Insane White Rock Shooter on 610. I'm Eagle Venato, a level five Knight of the Spiral Clockworks, on 1,310. Sonic Zone Cop, a level two Muse, on 280. Social Gamer, a level one Retro Defender, and Rosie Sonic 21, a level two Sonic the Hedgehog, on 120. So three people have leveled up this week, and what to was you is level seven. I'm Eagle Venato is level five, and Rosie Sonic is level two. So I shall play the customary. Jingle! Where are you Jingle? Here we are! There's the jingle! Everybody loves the jingle! Jingle! So congratulations to you for levelling up! And remember to keep on earning experience points so you can win a real world prize at the end of chapter 11! Which is in two weeks time! So. Don't worry if you've been listening in on the podcast though, because you can still take part by visiting the RadioSega.net website. Indeed you can. Though it is our last task next week, the results as well as the winner of our prize will be announced at the end of Chapter 11, which is in two weeks' time, so keep an eye out for that and good luck. So now I'm going to head towards the end of the show with something a little bit more orchestral. We're going to overrun by about 10 minutes or so, probably 15. But yeah, we'll take it easy now, shall we? we had some nice lovely relaxing music to end us off. We started with the main theme one from Albert Odyssey, and then I will see the world from Silver, which was a kind of an action based RPG on the Dreamcast. Although it was ported from the PC because it was easy to port things. But anyway, I'm rambling. So suddenly we are now at the end of tonight's show. I hope you've enjoyed the non because we're going to be doing it again in two weeks time. On Wednesday, the 6th of June, I'm holding the first Not Quite sort of Sega show where I'll be playing music from all other role-playing games as well as MMO RPGs, And that'll include things like Final Fantasy, The Elder Scrolls, Mass Effect, and I guess some Nintendo ones too, like Pokemon. I'm even going to allow Zelda as well, since I kind of class it as an RPG anyway, and if I've got Yakuza on Sword of Sega, I might as well have Zelda. Might as well. So it's going to be a 3 hour long special starting an hour earlier than normal at about 8pm UK time and if you do have a request from your favourite non-Sega RPG then please send them to me in advance and not during the show just to make sure that I can get a hold of them. And depending on how popular this thing's going to be I'm putting a 2 request per person limit on it for now but we'll see how that goes. So this is your official 2 week warning, do get them in as soon as you can. Now, Next week will be the best of Sword of Sega show. So I'll be playing the most popular music from the last few months and we'll be voting on them and talking about them and stuff. So I'm pretty sure that some Frenzy Wilds are going to be played at some point. Until then, remember our other awesome live shows on RadioSega.net starting this Friday. We've got Turbo Drive Live at 8pm UK time followed by um, the Random Hour at 9pm UK time with the lovely Forever Sonic. Then we have Resident SD bringing us late right and live at 11pm. Definitely not one to be mixed. And Resident SD is also hosting another of his long play shows tomorrow at 8pm UK time on FuseVGM.com. And if you're interested in hearing the Mario Galaxy soundtrack, then do pop along to listen into to that. So that's Thursday night at 8pm on FuseVGM.com. And on Saturday, Gabby is back with Saturday Night Sega at 10pm UK time, and Radio Redux returns on Sunday at 7pm. And I also believe that the Tall Guy and UltraWave is returning on Radio Sega this Saturday at 7pm. But do correct me if I'm wrong. Put an eye out on Twitter and stuff. Because we always tweet when live shows run anyway. We do. So, thanks to all of my listeners for joining me tonight. We haven't overrun that badly, I suppose. And of course, thanks to you listening in the IRC, those that remain anyway, including Resident SD, Underscore Spondy, Viacra, D'Artagnan, Draco, I'm the Mercenary, who's going to bed, bye. I've lost myself now, so it's gone, okay. Fast Feet, M20, Pirates 55, Ravid Noodles, Rack of Z, Rosy Sonic 14, Shadow Leetic Croft, Lito Croft, Silver Sonic, Synth, SJ the Captain, who's been very interesting tonight with his ferrets, not a euphemism but uh, you've got very cute ferrets. the chaos blue the joiner trekkie and voice and all the others that were there before including i need fruit um Cobra the best and i when to wish you anybody else that i missed there's always probably someone yes and of course thanks to you guys on the podcast as well hopefully you found some nice new non-sega tunes to enjoy and i've certainly enjoyed playing some grandier So, because I'm of Grandia, I'm going to end the show tonight with a remix from the Grandia 2 Melodia album, which just sounds ace in my opinion. I have been your host, Cap'n Cloud Chaser, and this is do Povo, if I can pronounce it correctly, the Little Shelter Mix. Good night.